You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, your ultimate resource for high-achieving professional women. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, a certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, and hormone expert. And as a proud daughter, wife, mama, and nan of two, I understand the importance of balancing not only your success in your career, but with your personal well-being. In this empowering podcast, we're dedicated to fueling your ambition and prioritizing your health. So join us as we dive into achieving a harmonious blend of career excellence and personal wellness. Say goodbye to overwhelming jargon and complex science. We'll provide you practical insights and actionable advice in an approachable, non-judgmental manner. So tune in and embark on a transformative journey towards a healthier, more vibrant you. Ladies, it's time to take charge of your health and career like never before and empower yourself to thrive. Hi, ladies. So today's episode is all about talking to you about out-of-the-box reasons for fatigue. And one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you about this is because I get so many patients that, you know, request lab work, especially women, and they come to me and they tell me, you know, that they're tired. They're feel like they're hormonally imbalanced. They've got no energy. They're just fatigued all the time. And we run all the lab work. We do all the normal things. And then the lab work comes back all good. And then they're left perplexed. So here's what I tell them, and here's what I want to tell you too, that lab work is only a snapshot of that particular day and time at that precise moment, okay? For women, if you are still hormonal and you're having cycles, then your blood work goes up and down, especially with regard to your, with your hormones, okay? Especially sometimes with regard to your thyroid. So just because your labs are normal doesn't mean that you are not feeling the things that you're feeling. You're not crazy. Okay. A lot of times people will tell me, Oh God, where do I go from here? So just like I tell them, I want to let you know this. Sometimes you have to go above and beyond the normal labs. Let me say that again. Sometimes you have to go above and beyond the normal standard labs that you're going to get done at your doctor's office to find out what's going on in your life. Sometimes you need to take a 3000 view from up here and look down at your health in all areas because ladies, your health is affected by everything that's external affects your health and everything internal affects outside. Okay. It's both ways in and out, in and out. So by just looking at lab work, and I'm not saying that we're not going to talk about lab work because we are in some cases, but sometimes you have to do other testing other additional lab work that's above and beyond the things that your traditional MD or PA or NP can do within the scope of practice and within the scope, I'm not saying the scope of practice, I'm sorry, but within the scope of your insurance. Sometimes you need a gut check and you need to go and get that from a specific lab. That's going to cost you some extra money. Sometimes to find out what's really going on at the core of your health, you have got to be willing to spend some money on top of what your insurance is going to cover or they're not going to cover. Now, I know that's a little bit harsh. I know that people say, hey, Michelle, I pay for my insurance. I pay a lot of money for my PPO or I pay for my HMO, whatever. My insurance should pay for everything. Well, newsflash, your insurance does not pay for everything, okay? And they're not there to deep dive into everything that's going on with you. That's up to you. So I'm not saying that you have to go spend a chunk of change, you know, and get everything done at once because you don't. You can do it in increments over time. But there are a lot of things that lead to disease that are above and beyond just standard lab or checking your comprehensive metabolic, checking the CBC, checking your thyroid. 
And here's the other cat. Here's the other thing that I always gets me to, is I understand most people want a reason why they feel the way they do. Hey, I'm tired. So I'm hoping I want it to be my thyroid or I want to be anemic or I want to be this or I want to be that because you have a name to the way that you're feeling. Well, sometimes we just don't have a name to why you're feeling the way you're feeling because it's a bunch of different things that you have to look at that are a combination of your life that is making you feel the way that you're doing. Sometimes, ladies, it is our lives that are making us feel ill, okay? Not necessarily our lab work, not necessarily other things, but sometimes we have to look, like I said, that 3,000 view look and say, hey, maybe it's other areas of my life that are causing me to have some problems and I need to address those things. <clears throat> now, I know that a lot of us don't want to look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm the reason that I don't feel the way I should. But a lot of times that's it. And that's not a good nor bad thing, okay? People think that whenever you speak the truth, and if it sounds a little harsh, that, oh my gosh, you're putting people down. You're telling me that I'm bad. No, it is not good nor bad. It just is. So today I wanted to come at you and I wanted to talk to you about outside of the box reasons that you could be having fatigue above and beyond your lab work. We're going to address some of that too, but I want to talk to you about these. First one that I'm talking about is digital eye strain, okay? Spending prolonged periods staring at your computer or staring at your smartphone or your tablet can lead to digital eye strain. And we did a whole podcast episode on that. I think it was two years ago. So if you want to listen to digital eye strain, go back through our archives and take a listen to that one. It is also known as computer vision syndrome. Eye strain can cause you to feel fatigued, especially when you're staring at a computer all day long. Your eyes get fatigued. And when your eyes get fatigued, it causes your whole body sometimes to get fatigued. Next, indoor air quality, okay? A lot of us during the winter months, even in summer, depending on where you live, if you live someplace that's very hot and you stay inside all the time, or if you live in someplace like where it's cold and you're inside a lot, indoor air quality characterized by high levels of pollutants, okay, or inadequate ventilation where you're at can lead to fatigue due to reduced oxygen flow and exposure to harmful particles that are in the air, okay? So sometimes you may have to get a special ventilation system, better one, you know, humidifier if the air is dry, different things. So I want you to start thinking outside of the box and looking at your health as a totality, not just as individual compartments, okay? Thyroid imbalances, we've talked a lot about that. So yes, here's where you can get lab testing done, and it may show that you have a thyroid imbalance. But even if you have a thyroid imbalance and you're taking medication, medication is not the end-all be-all either, ladies. You must do some things on top of the medication to help that medication reach and do its full potential, okay? So there are supplements to help with whatever type of thyroid you have, hyperthyroid, hypothyroid, or just if your thyroid is normal, but you're still feeling a little sluggish and it's sitting on that borderline, there are supplements that can help with that, okay? Dehydration. Many women overlook the importance and the impact of dehydration on their energy levels, okay? Even mild dehydration can lead to fatigue and decrease cognitive function, okay? We've talked about that a lot, why you need to be drinking your fluids. And here's mine right here. I drink three of these a day, if not more, okay? You need to stay hydrated, especially depending on the climate that you live in. Number, the next one, food sensitivities, Okay, maybe you get food sensitivities, You're, you do a blood, you know, you do a food allergy test. Food insensitivities can also cause you to have glucose intolerance, they can cause you to have gluten intolerances, lactose intolerance, and these also can cause you to feel fatigued. Again, we're talking about possibly outside of the box reasons. 
okay? So if you think it might be food, above and beyond doing a food allergy test, you could simply keep a food diary and see when you eat a specific food or not, does it make you feel tired? Because there's a whole science behind your metabolism if you're a slow metabolizer or if you're a fast metabolizer and kind of what foods you need to eat to make you feel good. So for instance, sometimes if I eat a really high carb meal, it makes me feel exhausted. So I need to eat non-high carb meals or smaller portions of them. So things that you can be aware of, okay? Then there's medication side effects. A lot of us women are on medications and almost every single medication has side effects. And some of those side effects like high blood pressure medications and different things like that can cause you to feel fatigued, okay? Chronic stress can lead to mental and physical exhaustion, contributing to a persistent state of fatigue, okay? Chronic stress can come in many forms, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, okay? Many forms. Sleep apnea. A lot of women have sleep apnea. More men than women, but a lot of women have sleep apnea, and it can cause you to have poor night's sleep, and it can also be another cause for you to feel really tired. Iron deficiency anemia can also cause you to feel tired. Again, that's where lab work may come in and you may need to take a supplement of iron, okay, to help with that and vitamin C to make sure that that iron is absorbing and is getting absorbed into your body. Also chronic fatigue syndrome, there's that. That can make you feel tired all the time. You know, Epstein-Barr or whatever, you should get tested. Again, you do wanna do preliminary baseline labs to make sure that all of that is okay. But above and beyond, here are these things that can be causing you to feel fatigued as well, okay? Toxic product exposure. I did an episode with Jessica Rose and we talked about toxic toxicity. And toxicity comes from many things, ladies. It comes from the furniture that we're sitting on, the carpets that are in our house, to the products that we use to clean our house, to the fabric softeners that we use to soften our clothes, our detergent, our soaps, our beauty products. Unless, you know, I know we all can't be green 100% in every area of our life, but the more that you have toxic load, the more that it causes you to feel tired. So you may want to look at trying to eliminate some of your toxic load and detoxing at least twice a year to try to get rid of some of those things. Hormonal imbalances, like we talked about, they can cause you to feel tired and have fatigue, especially as you start to enter into the perimenopause and the menopause. PCOS can cause you to feel fatigued, okay? Menorrhagia, heavy periods can cause you to feel fatigued. There's a lot of things that can cause them with hormones. Chronic Lyme disease, okay? Lyme disease is on the rise. If you live in an area where there's deer ticks and you've been bit by one, Lyme disease may be something that you need to get checked depending on the area that you live in and a little bit off the wall type of thing. Then there's mental stress and burnout, okay? We did a lot of episodes last year and we're gonna continue to do those talking about stress and burnout because as professional women, we are doing a lot of things. We're juggling a lot of plates and a lot of balls in the air and we can have burnout can happen very fast and very easily and it can sneak up on you without you even recognizing it, okay? We also talked about iron deficiency. We talked about anemia. It can also be a B12 deficiency, okay, or a folate deficiency. Those are also can be categorized with lab work. We talked about adrenal fatigue, which is now named the HPA axis dysfunction. That's where your cortisol is constantly pumping out because you're on, you're stressed out all the time and your adrenals can become, well, it's the whole axis. It's not just the adrenals anymore. It's that whole hypothalamus pituitary axis that can be dysfunction and you can have issues that can cause you to feel tired. There's sleep disorders way beyond just plain old insomnia. Some women have narcolepsy where you have the inability. It's a neurological thing where you can't stay awake. You fall asleep all the time. 
Then there's chronic inflammatory response syndrome. This occurs when the body's immune response to toxins becomes deregulated, leading to chronic fatigue or other symptoms. Again, relating back to toxicity overload, okay? Then we have heavy metal toxicity. A lot of us don't even think about exposure to heavy metals like lead, mercury, or arsenic, often through contaminated water or certain occupations can lead to fatigue, okay? You have those, all those crowns in your mouth, those fillings that are metal, that sometimes can leach out into our system. And I'm not telling you to go get all your fillings taken out and replaced, but heavy metals can also cause a lot of fatigue, okay? And heavy metals can be found in a lot of things. They're like in tuna fish. In a regular can of tuna fish, tuna is one of the most highly fish that carries mercury. So if you're eating a lot of tuna, you're eating a lot of um, sushi, you're being exposed to mercury, okay? That's another reason that can cause fatigue as well, okay? Heavy metal. Chronic pain conditions, okay, can cause you to feel fatigue. Fibromyalgia, widespread musculoskeletal pain, okay? Just chronic period pains like we talked about. Just being in pain all the time from whatever can cause you to feel exhausted, okay? But here's the thing too. Above and beyond all that too, fatigue can be influenced by other various life factors, okay? Financial stress. You know, with the economy the way that it is now, people who struggle with financial difficulties or worries about debt, bills, or instability, and it, that can lead to chronic fatigue, and it can lead to you feeling exhausted all the time, okay? Grief and emotional trauma. A lot of us carry around, you know, old hurts and wounds, trauma, PTSD, all of those things, grief, loss. They can all cause us to feel very fatigued. So what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes you got to look and look at all the areas in your life and what's going on in your life, shift work or irregular sleep patterns. Like, you know, my husband and my son, they work nights. Those shift in, those shift in um, work patterns can cause you to feel fatigued because you're shifting your, the circadian rhythm to where it's not supposed to be. Okay. So it can also cause a lot of problems. There's relationship strain or conflict. Some people are in a relationship that's not ideal. You know, maybe some people are in abusive relationships or you know, all of those things can lead you to feel fatigued. Then this one, caregiver burden. I go through that a lot. Taking care of a loved one who is ill or disabled or elderly can be physically and emotionally draining. That can lead to fatigue. And I can honestly tell you that a lot of times I have mental fatigue and I feel overwhelmed and burnt out by being a caregiver. It's easy to fall into the trap. Then there's environmental factors like noise pollution, okay, or how the lighting is in your office or in your home can sometimes lead us to feel fatigued. Then there's loneliness and social isolation. A lot of people still, even after the pandemic, are fearful of going out and are lonely. That can cause you to feel fatigue. Then there's workplace stress and job dissatisfaction. Oh my gosh, you know, I hear so many people who are just dissatisfied with their job and they have so much stress at work. Everybody wants to be on disability because they're having stress with their work. Workplaces are so stressful today and job dissatisfaction is on the rise, okay? All of that can cause you to feel fatigued. Then we have unresolved traumatic experiences, okay? You can have traumatic experiences from childhood, from adulthood that we might haven't quite dealt with yet. That can cause you to have a lot of fatigue, okay? Then there's life transitions and uncertainty, okay? This is the big one. Major life changes like relocation, a divorce, career shifts, retirement, all of these can cause major fatigue. And we live right now in very uncertain times, both in our medical world and in our real world and our political world, okay? Uncertain times can cause people to feel very stressed out. 
And when we're chronic, when we're chronically stressed from a combination of any of those things that we talked about today, okay, it can cause us to feel tired. So I want you and I encourage you to look at all facets of your life. Look at your spiritual life. Look at your relationship life. Look at your work life. Look at how you, you know, your nutrition life, okay? Look at your sleep patterns. Look at how you're drinking water. All of these things can impact your energy levels and how you feel, okay? And you need to address all of them. You need to look at your gut health. Is your gut healthy? Are you moving your bowels daily? If your gut isn't healthy, your body is not going to be healthy, okay? If your mental state isn't healthy, you're going to feel fatigued and you're not going to be healthy. So all of these things, ladies, can contribute to you feeling fatigued. Things that are above and beyond regular lab work. You might have to look at, hey, do I have heavy metals? I might need to test for that. I might need to test for my gut. I might need a different hormone test besides just a blood test. I might need to look at a urine one. So we're here today and I'm trying to just educate you because I want you to see that sometimes you have to prioritize your health as worth it to spend the money on, okay, above and beyond your insurance to figure out what's going on. Sometimes you need to hire a health or wellness coach like myself in order to see the whole picture and put it all together. You need to look at every facet of your life and really strip it away like an onion and be very, very raw and real with yourself, okay? You know, people spend money hundreds of dollars and they go sit on the couch and listen and have a therapist tell them, okay, stripping away what's going on in their life. And they think nothing of paying for therapy and there's nothing wrong with therapy. Okay. I'm not bashing therapists or people who go. I'm just saying that you need to look at your health and spending the money on your health, just like you would look at spending money on a new dress, hundred dollars on a dress or going and getting your nails done or going and seeing a therapist. Okay. To figure out what's going on in your health, that is priceless. So either you save the money to find out what's going on, hire a wellness coach, look at your whole health from a 3,000 foot view, talk to friends, journal, look at some of these issues, get other things tested if all your lab work, your regular lab work is all coming back normal. Keep on digging. Don't just stop and say, hey, okay, I've got to live with it because you don't. You don't have to live with it, okay? So I hope that giving you some of these out of the box reasons that you can feel that you can feel fatigued and some of them are above and beyond even looking at lab work okay but we talked about other things that you need to look at with lab work like your gut health your hormone health your mental health okay maybe look at your toxic load see all these different things like that but be willing ladies to get out the microscope and look at your health and really dig in there and figure out what's going on because your health is worth it it affects every part of your life and if you want your business to be successful, you are going to have to be healthy. All right. So I hope you learned something from today. Leave us a comment below. Let us know if you like this. Let us know if you want to hear any other topics that we can come at you with. Okay. And if you're listening to this on audio, please go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. If you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. All right. So as I always say, ladies, may God richly bless you and bye for now.